Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kaylee Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for joining me for another week, and I really look forward to diving deep and getting into Mark 6. So let's just get in it, and let's start it. Let's turn our Bibles to Mark chapter 6, verses 7 through 13, which says, Calling the twelve to him, he began to send them out two by two, and gave them authority over impure spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. So I want to break this passage kind of line by line because there's a lot of richness in here that's easy to pass up because when we first read this, we're like, oh, okay, so they went with nothing, not an overnight bag, not an extra change of clothes, nothing, but there's more to it than that. So let's start at verse seven, which says, calling the 12 to him began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over impure spirits. So oftentimes in Greek and Jewish culture, when they had heralds or messengers, they would send them out in pairs because they had greater authority and they offered greater security to each other. Think about it. If you're in a place, a hostile place, you kind of need someone to back you up. You need someone to give you that extra assurance that you're doing okay. Because what's going to happen? Satan is going to come in through people, through circumstance, through whatever. And you need somebody to sit there and lift you up. You need somebody there to encourage you. You need somebody there to tell you it's going to be okay. And so that's what Jesus does. He helps pair us up with the people in our life. He helps pair us up with friends and family, colleagues that will sit there and support us. Because in this world, we are constantly torn down over and over and over. And Jesus doesn't want that for us. He knows that we're going to have so much opposition in this life when we preach the message that we need to be fortified by those around us. So that's what he does. He sends us out two by two. And you want to know what else it says? It says he gave them authority over impure spirits. So we can see that that's where we get our authority. When we want to cast out demons when we want to speak over sickness, when we want to speak over circumstance, we get that power from Jesus. We get that power when we have belief, when we know who he is. That's where we get that power. We have power to speak over the things in our life. We have power to cast out demons. And we get that from Jesus. So let's continue on and look at verse 8 and 9. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. So a staff here provides two functions. One, for safety against robbers, snakes, other creatures that could just come up and attack you. And it also provided balance on uneven trails. And next, what we see, this no bread, no bag. No money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra shirt. What does this tell us? 
these disciples would have to survive on God's provision, that they would have to depend on not themselves and not the people around them, but on God's provision. They would need to live simply and trust in the one who can be trusted. And you know what? That's what we are called to as well. When we go out in this life, we are called to trust on God's provision, not on ourselves, not on what we can pack, not on what we can provide, not what we can set aside for later, but on God and in the moment to trust him who brings all, who has created all for us. And so next, let's look at verse 11. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, leave that place and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So this might sound really weird, right? Like, okay, just go to the edge of town and shake your feet off, do a little dance. But you want to know what it was? It has more meaning than that. Because Jews, when they left a Gentile territory and re-entered the promised land, they would shake the dust off their feet because they saw it as profane. They were entering a more holy place. They were entering a place of God's. And so here we see that what Jesus is telling them is, hey, those people are unclean. Those people are not in right station. So what I need you to do is not carry that with you. I need you to shake that off because we have more work to do. And you know what? That's what he tells us too when we testify and when we give our testimony that there are going to be people that won't accept it. And Jesus is saying, don't carry that with you. Shake it off. Move on. Don't hold yourself back because one person doesn't believe, two person doesn't believe. Because guess what? I'm going to send you a multitude of people that will. So I need you to focus on that. Shake it off. Get up and go. So would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just want to thank you that you send us out in the first place. Lord, you could do miraculous things all by yourself. You probably could have had all the crowds believing who you are at the snap of your fingers, but you want to know what you did? You entrusted us. You employed us. You send us out. And you send us out in a way that we need to depend on you, that we need to depend on God, that we can't see or provide our own way, but it is you the creator that provides for us. So Lord God, I just pray that we would be reminded of this, that we would be reminded that true provision comes from you and comes from you alone. And Lord God, as we share our testimony, there's going to be some people that don't accept it. There's going to be some people that hold us back. And Lord God, I just pray that we shake that dust off our feet, that we would see it, but not be stuck in it, that we would be able to carry on and move on in your name. Because for every one that doesn't accept, there is one or two that will. So, Lord God, would you help us focus on the people that will accept it versus the people that will not. Please, Lord God, help us with all these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to next time. Please visit my website, 5minutefever.com, so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having spent hours in the Bible.